Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Minutes. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we run, run, run through Indiana Jones (laughs) and the Last Crusade one minute at a time. I did say. (laughs) I'm the Admiral, Pete Mummert. I'm the regular Tom Taylor. I'm no longer Gerald Christopher Marcus Porter. I'm now Gerald Christopher Necton of Heartland (laughs) Porter. My new new saint name. Okay. (laughs) You totally made that up. And I am no, Professor no, he's a real guy. I'm, okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> hey, he was he was born in 468 A.D. in Wales. Saint because uh, I was ne- gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Write this down, kids. Roger that. Got it. Okay. Not the other nectar of Heartland, whatever. Not the other one of the Southampton Heartlands. <laughs> no. Southampton, California. Yeah. yeah. Today we're going to be talking about minute 56. Minute 56 begins with Brody expressing his preference not to eat meat, and it ends 60 seconds later with Sala not punching a camel. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to quote, qu- quote something here. Uh, mm-hmm. Marcus says this. Okay. Does anyone understand a word I'm saying here? And uh, there's actually a flapping chicken feather on his chin. Hmm. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. I'm just going to put this in the center of the room. <laughs> just lay it there gently yeah, for just... everyone to see. <laughs> Do you think he flew on, on Lao Che Airlines? I oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yes. good. That's yes. good. I like that. Yeah. You know, listen, I'll, I'll keep it all, you know, mellow. I know I had a difficult time last minute, and I'll, I'll collect myself. It's fine. I, I, I didn't sleep well, <laughs> but um, it's all right, you know. Um, I do have, we we learned something here. Apparently, uh, it's it's still 1938, right? Yeah. Yes. And Marcus sure. Brody is a vegetarian. You know who else was a vegetarian in 1938? John Bolton. <laughs> what? Oh, my word. <laughs> that was unnecessary. No, who? It was. I'm sorry. I didn't. Well, that's, that, is, that is a good another name for Adolf Hitler. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Pete. Look yeah. how he did that. He was very famously what? a vegetarian in 1938. So it was a thing. Like, there were actual vegetarians in 1938. Huh. Well, let me just throw this out. Do you guys... I mean, I, I envision Marcus as, you know, a, a guy who... Uh, whatever Marcus you choose, whether he's the bumbling museum curating idiot or he's my Marcus, you know, uh, <laughs> in shining armor. King of the wild frontier. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I still think, you know, he's a guy who would probably eat, you know, truffle-dipped steak tartare. I'm actually not convinced that he doesn't. Yeah, I think he's just, that's his, him, okay. he's making a smart aleck crack to yeah. this lady to okay. say, get your chicken away from me. He doesn't want to oh. say your food is gross. He's yeah. saying, or your chicken's gross. He's saying, uh, no, that's not for me. He's being charming and funny. Yeah. He is very polite. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, he knows all the local customs. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like, like wearing a chicken feather on his chin. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, if the feather lands on your chin, you just wear it. It's yeah, true. It's good luck. And I'm going to take some issue with Jerry in, in these minutes. I'm going to stand up for my friend Marcus Brody. Um, Marcus is doing fine. I think he's doing fine. And if you look at him, he is covered in bling. Like he's he's wearing a gold pocket watch <laughs> from the, the buttonhole on his lapel. Just bling hanging off everywhere. And he's not afraid. He's like a boss. He's like, you know what? I'm coming into this town. I'm being me. Yeah. He's good. He's not afraid. He he's not he's not the scared, bumbling guy that he can be interpreted perhaps being in this movie. So would he be wearing less jewelry if he were a bumbler? I'm not following, I guess. Sorry. He'd be uh he'd be <laughs> he'd be less Marcus. I think Pete's saying that this is Marcus. This is the Marcus yeah. oh, okay. we always knew. And he's got a chicken feather on his chin, and that's that shouldn't that shouldn't, you know, knock him down to, to goof dum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, there is this argument people are making that uh, some people like to make that, and I used to make this myself, that Brody's kind of a bumbling character. But this is also 1938, and Marcus seems to know Sala. And so if he's traveled already to Egypt in 1938, and now he's visiting, uh, you know, this, this land on the Mediterranean between Syria and Turkey, and travel was really difficult like a transatlantic flight back then and then getting to the middle east that wasn't an easy journey so i think the fact that he's made this journey and he's completely game for it i think says a lot about his character those are kind words i'm not sure i'm convinced though that he has traveled like this before i mean i don't even even know if he's no sala i don't know if he i mean well uh, they do seem to recognize each other i mean obviously like you know sala's like "Eh." sala recognizes him yeah and then he says oh sala what a relief maybe sala's come to the states well, yeah, but that seems less likely that a digger, yeah. unless he's actually an archaeologist, would have come to the States. It seems more likely that Brody would have met him somewhere in the Middle East or in Europe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could it could be as simple as Marcus has never been here to a Skendrid. Like, he's, maybe he's been mm-hmm. to Cairo. Maybe he's been mm-hmm. to some other place that Sala was. Um, I mean, the movie does want us to see... I mean, it's a gag that Marcus is a goof yeah. and that he, yeah. he's not in... You know, that he's, that he's not, uh, you know... You can't handle the situation on his own or something. But, like you're saying, Pete, I don't think that that is necessarily not the Marcus we got in Raiders. Yeah. I feel like there's a consistency yeah. here. I realized I went bananas in the last <laughs> minute, and I said everything there was to say about my position. I'm unwavering Okay. in that. I'll keep it simple. Uh-huh. I, I, Marcus is uh, cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. I uh-huh. think he's traveled all over the world. Um, okay. I, I think he, although he is dressed uh, meticulously and he's super pimped out and bling, and I agree with you, Pete, there. I mean, I don't know if, I, it, I'm not buying any of this. I think this is just ridiculous. That, that, that this guy, <laughs> he, he, like he speaks English and I guess ancient Greek, and he he can't navigate the world at all outside of, um, y- you know, like, like, like a desk in the administration building of Marshall College. But he made it to Iskenderun, whatever, Kingdom of Hittai in 1938 from on his own, yeah. you know, with no help apparently from anybody else. Yeah, which isn't like London or Paris or, you know, yeah. it's, it's not a, you know, it's not a bustling Yeah, but metropolis. I mean, we're, we're, we're not giving, I wouldn't give him very many points because he shows up and he's completely, uh, you know, 
out of sorts and sixes and sevens and ho ho no what's going on here oh my word and you're like this is a guy who's supposed to be i mean he deals i I, i'm assuming i mean like he purchases indies you know his his trinkets and antiquities and i mean he he needs to know all about these cultures just because he's he purchases them, doesn't he? But he's not a he's not he's like his, he's like Indy's dad. He's not a field mouse. He's 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 a curator. He he studies the stuff from afar, and he doesn't need to necessarily get his hands dirty on digs or in exotic places necessarily. I mean, okay, listen, 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 Jerry. I'm I'm not I'm not fighting you on this because you have <laughs> all sorts of excellent points. And yeah, all sorts too. of ground to stand on. I just think that, I mean, yes, I would love to see Marcus just kind of breeze in with like a cigarette dangling off his finger and kind of like, oh, a schedule, eh? You know, and just kind of like just totally fine <laughs> and, you know, tossing a coin to some kid in the street and stuff and, you know, grabbing an apple. And But I, as much as I'd love to see that, we didn't get that. We got this. And I'm just saying that this guy who is, you know, he's out of his element. He's not doing great. He needs some help. He needs somebody to take his hand and show him where to go. But I think that that could, I believe that that is still the Marcus we got in Raiders. I don't think that there's like a, a schism between, I don't think they ruined the, I don't think they ruined the character. I think it's still the same guy. I'm trying, Jerry, I'm trying. All right, listen, sis, you're my flesh and yes. blood. You you came out of our mother's womb before I did. Ooh. Ow, ew, uh, gross. <laughs> You left the place a mess. <laughs> Jerry still hasn't cleaned up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm just, and, and you work in academia. Meaning? Okay. Without, without naming names. Uh-huh. Are people yes. in academia and say in administration or that sort of thing, maybe professor emeritus, that type of thing, mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. they yes. this stupid? Well, yes, they are. But that's not the right question. That's not at all the right question. The right question is, do, do I believe that something uh, untoward has happened to Marcus in the last two years? And the answer is yes. Something, you know, he's he was thrown from a jalopy, for, perhaps. Or nah. he, he got hit in the back of the head with a, he got pistol whipped by a, he a got guy pistol, in a suit Exactly. Okay, yeah. so because you haven't yeah. weighed in on this Marcus business yet, have you? So what? What's your? I no, but I'm trying to. I'm trying like like Tommy. I'm trying to give him give folks a pass. This is the guy we got, and um, I think it's nonsense. And I'm trying to figure out if there was a better reason than just a gag for them to do this. And what sucks is I do think that this came from a gag, which is yes. really too bad. Yes, and that's yeah. the worst. That's why it it really hurts. You're already down. On yeah. the ground, and then uh-huh. you know, <laughs> you find out your best friend kicked you over. Your, uh, you know, somebody got behind you on all fours and they pushed you over, right in the middle yeah, of the playground. Yeah. And it was your best friend, and he did it just so he could impress the brand new kid. It's just <laughs> yeah. like a get, like yeah. a stupid. Well, gag. faculty do that all the time, Jim. <laughs> I mean, that's just standard, really. It's just a and gag. I, don't, I don't. I still don't buy that it's just a gag, actually, because I. I I think it's it's equally likely that this was where George Lucas and Steven Spielberg wanted to take the character originally. Like I, we got so little of him in Raiders, we all built our own backstory, like we built our own Clone Wars backstory or Anakin Skywalker's backstory. And whether we like what we we got or not, I don't think this is contradictory to who we saw in Raiders. 
It's it's contradictory to who you saw in Raiders, but maybe not what I'm going to they... pull out the the Tommy card here. The Tommy Uh-oh. card is this card. It's this card. Okay. Every single thing about Marcus Brody and Raiders, I understand it was only like five minutes and thirty two seconds, but every uh-huh. single thing about the character was serious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there was yeah. not yeah. a yeah. single ounce yeah. of that guy. Yeah, it was serious. As a matter of fact, he was the voice of of caution and yep. reason when it came to Indy going out. I- Indy was, uh, you know, he's the guy packing and. You know, he's, you know, Marcus is trying to instill some, you know, he's trying to instill some, you got to take this seriously here, Indy. This isn't a small thing. He's the voice of reason and caution, and he's serious. Yeah, he's a grown-up. Yeah, I haven't seen him do a single thing in this movie that has anything to do with that at all oh see that's not fair that's well okay okay all right say i'm so angry at you right now because (laughs) i am notoriously recalcitrant about this kind of thing and i think you have won me over to your negativity here oh no wow wait a minute (laughs) really i'm throwing i'm throwing in the the gold pocket watch hanging from my lapel and oh yeah yeah. (laughs) that was easy (laughs) shoot (laughs) what's next on your list jerry because that that <laughs> hit me below the belt. He there wasn't a moment in Raiders where he wasn't serious. It's so sad when you convince Pete. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. Okay, that's this whole that's this whole movie though. That's like you could say that about every aspect of this movie. Oh, they did this almost exact thing in Raiders, but it wasn't goofy. Or you know, like they 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 they, they you know. Hey, look, any of it. Any I'll, of it. I'll say it. Marshall Collins. Every every minute, I'll say it. The hardest thing about this whole movie is having Indiana Jones have a dad, and they bullseye that it's amazing Mm -hmm. i love sean connery in this he's incredible i believe he's indy's dad now the layup you know the simple free throw is marcus brody yeah yeah i mean he 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 was a a fantastic character in raiders with only five and a half minutes or whatever on screen he was great you know it's too bad i don't want this to be true but i bet it is i bet it's much easier just quicker and easier to, to to handle Marcus in an adventure as a guy, a fish out of water, a guy who can't handle it, a guy who's kind of goofy, where we would want him to be, you know, like the erudite, cool, collected, you know, barely sweats, you know, he's got the whole thing figured out, like kind of just uh-huh. sort of like, you know, just sort of smoothly, just kind of like strolling through the movie and just like having a fine time and like, you know, whatever, like reading the paper while Indy's beating somebody up or something. Sure. Like that would, it would be harder to write that, but that's kind of what we want, and that's kind of how we see Marcus and what we're expecting from him. So mm-hmm. even if, to me, it makes a... And by, by the way, I'm trying like a drowning man to like Marcus in this movie. But I'm, I'm kind of doing it. But I, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a downhill fight, and I'm not totally succeeding even for myself in my own headcanon. I want to see a poll. I think we should put a poll up on Facebook, because I'm curious... Yeah. How, yeah. Where where people feel what people feel about this other than us? Same guy, not same guy. There's got to be a yeah. caveat here, and it's got to it's got to be you, you know people who've actually seen Raiders first, because sure. if you have people, yeah, 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 if, yeah, if you're yeah. introduced to Marcus Brody in in the Last Crusade, well, you won't have a problem. You're like, sure, whatever. Right. He's funny. He's clever. He's right. cute. I love him. He's he's, he's he's a doddering old man. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this: Do they just need somebody to be the doddering old guy, and this is the only character they had to, you know, they had to consolidate? So, like, 
Well, see, that's disturbing because why would they need that? Oh, yeah. Why do they need somebody to be the doddering old guy? They don't need somebody to be the doddering old man. Yeah, they don't. If if he had been, but you know, I would have liked it better if they had had some doddering old guy and they had left Marcus, you know, to be this more serious, cautious guy. Uh-huh. And yeah. they had like brought in some clown, you know, not Sala. Yeah. I don't want Sala to be the clown, no, but I no. would have believed it more. But but why do we need a clown? Probably. He's a little bit of a clown I too. Yeah. I don't know. I know. We don't need a clown. Did, did we don't I need a clown. No. Cr- <laughs> why did you write this movie like this, Christy? Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Okay, if we if we do have a poll, in all seriousness, if we, see, we do have a poll about this, and I think it's an excellent idea. One of the options needs to be because this is my stance that. Uh-huh. Yes, he's goofy, and I, of course I'm disappointed in the way he's treated for like you know from this point on in the movie. I think up until now he's been fine. I don't know why Jerry's so pissed at him the entire time. No, no, up he's, until I, now, I he's get it. He's, he's 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 fine. This point on, he's like they're just treating him as a, he's a he's a not a punchline exactly, but he's a he's a running comedy gag. So, mm-hmm. but my point is that this isn't necessarily not Marcus, the Marcus we saw in Raiders. That we saw him in, we saw him in a school. We saw him dealing with, you know, museum pieces, talking to army guys. That was his element. This is not his element. I can. I had the Gore Vidal line last time. I thought that was kind of clever. That you know, if you took our Gore Vidal <laughs> and put him in a situation, he might be exactly like Marcus right here. You know, and uh-huh. you wouldn't expect that. But you know, oh, I guess that does make sense. He's why would he? Why would he be in control of this kind of situation? This isn't his thing at all. So I think you know. Huh. I, I wish we weren't getting this Marcus, but that doesn't mean that I don't think that this isn't Marcus. But I mean, that that okay. uh-huh. completely goes against the five minute and 32 second serious Marcus we got in Raiders. It doesn't, though. It doesn't. But that's not a lot of data. It's not a lot of data, and it's all very specific data. It's like, you know. It's it's it's, it's not a lot of data, but it's 100% of the data <laughs> that we have to build <laughs> <Yeah>. the character. <laughs> okay, if we, had seen him, if we had seen him on like an archaeological dig for five minutes and 30 seconds... And he was one kind of guy, and he wasn't that kind of guy here. That would be one thing. But we saw him in like a school in a suit, you know, talking to well, other was, guys. That in was suits. something puzzling that I thought. Uh, so it was puzzling when uh, when uh, Indy's dad says, "You know, you didn't bring Marcus into this." Like he would expect Marcus to have a hard time. Right. 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 But then, what's so strange yeah. is then later on, he's he's like, "I made all that up." That's a goofy moment. Yeah. So yeah. so which is it that his dad thinks it is? Yeah, does his da- that, yeah. like does his dad think Marcus is goofy, or do, or does his dad think Marcus is completely capable, or does his yeah. dad think his Marcus is goofy but not horribly goofy? We're getting ahead of ourselves, but there yeah, are a yeah. lot of yeah. points in this movie where like people only say things so the next character can say their thing, like like they yeah. say things that actually don't make any sense, just as a setup for something that makes more sense or something. Sure. All right. Well, then I need to move on to something else. Okay. Yeah. Let's change the subject to. <laughs> Yeah. Is Sala been ruined? Has Sala been ruined? No, Sala hasn't been Sala ruined. Been ruined. No, Sala hasn't been ruined. No, but, but I did want to say that Sala and Indy's hats are natural enemies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> why? Yeah. Yeah, they are natural, obviously oh, yeah. natural okay. enemies. So, yeah, well, yeah. So I learned that in 1925, there was the Western hat law. The hat law. So, Pete, you might oh. know this because of all of us you would be the only person who would know about the hat law <laughs> of 1925. So, I know nothing about this. Oh, well, then I am pleased to tell you. Is this, is this, <laughs> wait, is this with Ataturk? Yes. I knew oh, about oh, the hat okay. law. Oh, Play, nice. Playing <laughs> the part of Pete tonight will be. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so then you would agree that, that uh, the 
hat law uh, makes their hats natural enemies. Yeah. yeah. You are yeah. a hat guy, Jerry. Yeah. That's true. So there was a, a new dress code, and Ataturk said there will be no more fezzes. You have to have a solid hat, and uh, that was step one. You need to have a solid hat, but that allows for the fezzes, which were old-fashioned and symbols of the uh, oppressive Ottoman Empire. So then they had to have a step two, and step two is they had to have a brim. Ooh. So you know what Ataturk, you know what Ataturk wore? A fedora not kidding he wore a fedora so this makes sala and indy's hats natural born enemies that's ah i like that i like that yeah you're welcome yeah that's awesome (laughs) nice work christy (laughs) in the first in the first two and a half months after this law was put into place 808 people were arrested and 57 were hanged god for wearing the fez man yeah must have really liked that fez well, you know what's weird about that, though? Yes. Like, if, if, if you... I don't know if you've been to Turkey, Chrissy, but I know you have, Jerry. If you go to Turkey, almost everybody in their homes has a picture of Ataturk. He's like the FDR of yeah. Turkey. Because he westernized the place. Yeah, yeah. But in so many of those pictures, he's wearing a brimless hat. It's kind of oh. like a... It looks almost like a Russian cold hmm. winter hat. It's like a tall hat with no brim. Maybe that was 1924. but that's weird it's like his famous picture is him wearing a proscribed hat or maybe he walked it he walked it back after maybe you know after all the deaths and such (laughs) well i I have a question here about sala uh when so we oh wait 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 no 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 I have to go yes. on. Last okay. last yeah. idea. So nobody would have been upset about Salah wearing it because he wasn't a Turk. He was a go. traveler. He was from Cairo. So that he was wants. all right. Yeah. <laughs> he can wear what he right. wants. And and it turns out that uh, where they were is Kenderan, right? Yeah. Was actually French mandated Syria. So anybody could wear whatever hats they wanted to at the time until they cracked down. Huh. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now I'm out of hat facts. <laughs> so we know we can move on. <laughs> well, I've got a question about Sala's outfit as well. Oh, all right. Well, A, I'm a little surprised that he shows up so rumpled. Mm. Like I was I was expecting him to show up like calm and cool and collected, and he's all rumpled. But what's going on with this shirt? Is this a cummerbund or is this I was puzzled a weird that. shirt with a, two different fabrics? That is I thought it was a cummerbund, but a really big yeah. one, super short tie. And, yeah. and I can't remember. Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it cummerbund? I think it. I think it is. Yeah. Or cumber. Yeah. It. It can be. They, people pronounce it with a B. And, and well, it's I think not people very pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. That's where it came from. Yeah. That's that's where it came from. Yeah. First kid who had to go to prom and strap the thing on. <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's like Obviously. a big. It's a very wide like wrap thing around his whole middle. Yeah. But it feels like it's got. Does he have suspenders attached to that as well? I don't well? know if it's attached to that or just underneath it, going to his pants or something. And he's got a lot of bling too. He's got a gold chain around his neck mm-hmm. and like a fancy bracelet. And like these guys are not afraid. That's for a good point. <laughs> and I, you know, Pete, I know that you have a fantastic bedtime story about Sala's tie. <laughs> yes, I'm sure Pete has a fantastic bedtime story about. Did his you tie. take a good look at it? It's it's it's. A little reminiscent of the evil eye. A little bit. It is. Bit. Yeah. It does look like a red version of the a red eye. version. Then they're in Turkey, so yeah. might be appropriate. It also sort of reminiscent of the uh, the headpiece to the staff of Ra and the sun shining through it. 
<laughs> oh wow! Wow. Well, what? What? <laughs> he probably got it from T Public. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why is uh? Why does? Why is his tie so short? Did, did that was did... a '30s thing? A lot of people wore super short. Yeah. Oh, like, really? I got a couple of ties from the '30s, and they're super short like that. I thought maybe he just put on that much weight. <laughs> well, he might have too. Aww. Yeah, this is the largest gonna... tie I could afford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so when when Salah greets Marcus with the, you know, he goes, "Mr. Brody," and he goes, "Marcus Brody, sir," yeah. and he he you know he lets out this hearty laugh and he grabs Marcus's shoulders and dusts them off and straightens his suit. Yeah, and uh-huh. it's like chicken he pats off him. him down. Yeah, and I like, is there yeah. a word for that type of greeting? <laughs> Mothering, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that's what that is. It's a friendly primp. I I couldn't figure out what he was. He doing. grabs his shoulders and he like dusts them and he kind of squares them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? What? We all know that greeting, but what is it? And what? When do you do it? Well, I don't know that greeting. I think that's Sala <laughs> taking care of taking charge and taking care yeah. of Brody because he knows he can't himself. Yeah. Because Brody immediately says he says you're on your own. And Brody says, yes, but don't panic. Yeah. And that leads me to believe there's some backstory here that everybody knows Brody's going to panic. And so Sala's kind of, okay, I'm going to take care of this guy. I, see. I actually just took that as like Sala was expecting to see Indy and he was worried that he wasn't there. Oh, maybe. And Brody's just saying, no, no everything's under control. Do you think Sala regrets being there if Indy's not there? Like, do you think, oh, God, why am I here with this guy? He doesn't seem to be. <laughs> no. a natural, he's a natural no. host. He's like, he's he excited is. to be yeah. there. He's excited to help. He's affable. Yeah. yeah. He's you know what's weird affable. is Sala asks, "Where's where is Indy?" and and he does it too quickly. Hmm. It's it's way too quickly because because yeah. he hasn't even looked around and it, like Indy could be ten feet away buying dates. Mm. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he kind of goes, true. "Marcus Brody, sir, where's Indy?" Yeah, that's a good that yeah, that's a good point. He wants to ask him about that hug he barely got uh, at the Bantu <laughs> win. <laughs> He's got a beef with yeah, him. Yeah, that's right. Is this one of those weird moments that's where right. like? two friends of a mutual friend meet and the, the mutual friend is not there and it's just super yeah. awkward and weird. So, uh, what's your favorite thing about Indy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's exactly what... How's your that's hat? exactly what happened to you two guys. <laughs> what? I both know you two. Oh, my word. I, I know Pete and I know yeah. Tommy, yeah. but you guys don't know each other. And we didn't, uh... Pete, you got one of them little short 30s ties, too. <laughs> it's true every time i talk to tom like hey tom how you doing where's jared yeah <laughs> you're you give him like a big robust greeting at first yeah. just to <laughs> dust off my shoulders yeah who's yeah. squaring yeah. off who straighten his cargo shorts <laughs> well why does marcus uh, uh why does marcus tell sala that indy is in austria a slight detour like why doesn't he say oh indy's rescuing his dad who was kidnapped and held in a castle I mean, like, what is is a slight detour? Is that a euphemism for, you know, Indy? He's getting his mom's earlobes <laughs> licked. Ew. He's a. Uh, I think that's just like shorthand <laughs> for now, and then he's going to get into it later when they're on a bus or something. Or I don't know. Yeah. I mean, why why doesn't he just tell oh, him okay. like, oh, he went to rescue his dad? They figured out where his dad is. Yeah. But this is kind of him being suave. He's like, it's kind of a James Bond thing, you know, kind of a yeah. James Bond thing to say. No, baby. Oh, just a slight detour. Yeah. yeah. But it's. I think it's pretty important, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's keeping <laughs> well, it from Salah. I think he'll yeah. get there. It's just, okay, just, all right, yeah. all right. just saw him and 
Yeah. But we, I, I, man, I'm, you're winning me back, Tom. I hate this too. Okay. Because Brody, when when the when the uh, the Nazi sinister in the script, he's just the sinister man approaches. Uh, uh, which, by the way, if I lived in 1938, that's exactly how I would dress. What do you mean? If you lived in 1938, oh, that's, that's exactly how you dress. You could pull that yeah. off. You just dress that way now. <laughs> I could Facetime you right now, and you'd look like that. <laughs> oh, well, but I like that, that Brody is—he's—he's uh, he's savvy enough that as soon as he sees the guy, he puts the map away. Like totally. he starts telling Saul about the map. He's like, "Oh, this map will show you." He was drawn by, uh, and as soon as he sees these guys approaching, he puts it right back in his pocket. Yeah, nothing. He's on—he's on point. He's good. Okay, yeah. so see, I have a thing here. When that guy walks up, <laughs> when the sinister, what do they call him, the sinister man? Sinister man. Sinister yeah. man walks up and he intercepts Marcus and he does a bow and Marcus perfectly counter bows. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, Which I like. That's yeah, proof that he is blending in and he knows all the local customs. <laughs> you would never counter bow huh. like that. He's, he's never... ducking to like not get hit in the head by the guy's bow. The, the sharp little, sharp little. Yeah, snap. I'm not sure it's a counter it's, it's, bow. But that's the it's local custom in, in Eskedron. <laughs> why do I? Uh, I don't know why, but I always want this guy, the sinister guy, to be Matthew Broderick. I always think it is Matthew Broderick with sunglasses. God, oh, people think I'm weird like with non sequiturs. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've always... You want the sinister guy to be Matthew Broderick? He looks like Matthew Broderick, like a young Matthew Broderick with a hat and glasses. Oh, the hell is going a on? Little bit. Okay. <laughs> I all sinister Broderick I, yeah. is what they call. Maybe them. I'm thinking Broderick Crawford. I forget. <laughs> no, definitely not Broderick Crawford. <laughs> Those are pretty sweet glasses, though. They're they like are. the Tote Spring collection. Oh, they're very sweet glasses. You don't think that looks a lot like him being Sloane's dad, picking her up at the high school? Matthew Broderick, Ferris Bueller, with the hat and the, and the glasses. Oh, like you have to explain so it. So it is in their family. Oh, yeah, you have to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just totally Call random. Me, sir, God damn it. <laughs> can can you like who can get away with wearing those glasses oh, maybe you, know you could pete I, who i did for like a month in high school i wore but this did, yeah but and you looked weird i did it was i didn't want to tell like you i remember i remember the picture i remember the yeah. picture it was a picture of you in your kitchen with your mother <laughs> And you looked really weird. Yeah, I'm trying evil. to impress my mom with my awesome sunglasses. <laughs> she was yeah. impressed, Kenny. Don't worry. Took her to the Pete, dance. Now, awesome. now, Pete, you might be able to pull that off. <laughs> you might be able to. I don't. I don't know. Those are hard. Could. Are they? Are they like Maybe. driving glasses or something? They or? look like totes glasses. They're yeah. the same round oh, glasses. Yeah. yeah. But they're just. They're, they're like totes glasses, just tinted. Do they serve a purpose, or is it just? Uh, sort of a, a you know a form thing, a style thing. They make you look cool. I think it's just a style thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, they're just glasses. Yeah. Relax, yeah. Dude. Well, <laughs> I you know what I have a huge question here. I'm dying to know if uh -huh. you guys pick up on this. Is Sala in love with Marcus? <laughs> all right. No, because right. because right. you have just lost your mind. You've just lost. Is, Sa I mean, is, is Sala is Sala in love one. with Matthew Broderick? No, because he's he's no. he tells that guy, the sinister guy says, you know, like, oh, we have a car for you, and Marcus Brody says, oh, at, like, uh, at your service, and 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 Sala says, and I am his, 
he says I'm your. Yeah, servant. He says I'm your servant. Brody okay. Says, I'm your no, servant. Sala says yeah. I am his. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, okay. He says I'm your servant. So wait, you're saying he's in love with Marcus, or he's in love with Matthew Broderick? No, it's a, he's in love with Marcus. It's the only thing I can think of, and I am his. <laughs> no, I'm his his servant. Yeah. He does say it like super, like eagerly, like hi sure. I'm with Marcus. Hi. I did not catch that <laughs> at all. You're saying he goes, I am, yeah. I'm, I'm your servant, and he goes, and I am his. No, he's protecting he is, yeah. Mark. He's protecting. Yeah, Marcus he's does say I'm. I your thought ser- it was like a yeah. weird edit. <laughs> like they just chopped the movie off. I figure they don't care about Marcus. They don't no. care about Jer. Jer, I think. Jer, I think your hat is too tight. Yeah. Whatever hat you're wearing, it so is So he says, I'm your no servant, and he says, and I am his servant. Yeah. yeah. Servant. Yeah. He's like making his presence be known so the guy doesn't mess with Marcus. So he just goes, and I am his. Yeah. Yeah. And then he shows him the letter jacket that Marcus gave him. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Marcus is where they're both wearing all the bling. It's each other's class room. Yeah, I, had, I did oh, okay. not understand that at all. Because <laughs> they, they immediately it wasn't really that tough. I gotta tell you, <laughs> they just cut right back to the sinister guy. Like it's just like yeah. a really strange mm-hmm. edit or something. It is, <laughs> and it's a it's a weird reading too on Sala's part. He's like, ha, 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 I'm his. Hi. Well, and, that, and yeah. then and then like yeah. Mar- it's really Marcus says something weird. Like he's he, almost like he's stoned. He says, "Our reputation proceeds me. My he reputation says, proceeds yeah. me." He says, "Our." Our no, reputation he proceeds. Stop no, he thinks it's my. This is my. The script says my. The movie says. Oh, my. does I? I yeah, listened I to that several times. I thought he says our reputation proceeds me, but he says proceeds, not precedes, which is even weirder. And it made me think, like, okay, so if his reputation, like, maybe there's such you know bumbling, <laughs> goofy nakanolums. It's like now the reputation. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Now your reputation proceeds you. <laughs> now let me introduce you to my wife, Demise. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly the best line ever. All right. <laughs> I, I do the like. I like that line because you know Indy's reputation always precedes him, mm-hmm. and Brody, I think, envisions himself, whether he is or not, as a, just a slightly older version of Indy. Yeah. Like when he said he'd go after the Ark. But in the end, he's just kind of deluding himself, just like mm-hmm. he is here. He's like, oh, tickled. my reputation. Yeah, I think yeah. he's. <laughs> I think he's he's enjoying being kind of a little an Indiana Jones figure for him. Yeah, yeah. Even though it very quickly changes. Then we get this whole newspaper business. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, it's good. Yeah. It uh, like a lot of things in this movie. It's fine when you just sort of watch it. But if you're annoying enough to watch it minute by minute and like study it and everything, you're like, boy, this is this is this wouldn't happen in real life. This is like really weird. Like, you know, <laughs> like it goes on a little too long for like the bad guys not to be like, all right, you're about to punch one of us in the face. You're trying yeah. to tell Marcus to run away. Yeah. Like, we, we got it. We got it. But it's fun. Although in the in this, there's a deleted scene here. Oh, that they did not. I think they filmed it, but they did not put it in the movie. They replaced it with this where uh, Sala punches a camel that you see at the end of this minute. And the camel spits mucus all over the Nazis and they make their getaway. What? (laughs) That actually makes a ton of sense in a weird way because the cut from Marcus punching the guy to the next shot is really bad and really confusing. Uh Because all of a sudden you you go from punching uh the guy to like, yeah, there's a camel in the foreground. There's like a 
a giant yeah. just like a, just like a, a yeah. crowd yeah. and like a, a stand or something you don't know what's going on until the stand falls over You're like oh i guess i see solid back there okay i guess i'm in the same scene you know you did yeah. say you said marcus punching the guy tommy Oh, did I? Yes, but we know that that's false. <laughs> well, they're tight. They're a couple. Yeah, Marcus hasn't Solid punched anybody yeah. in this stinking movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. It is. It is. It is kind of a strange scene. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. There are stills of of Sala with his arm cocked to punch right, the camel. Right. <laughs> well, it's also and it's also like he's telling him. I I think it's amazing how Sala goes. They like papers. Like, of course, run. And you're like, this yeah. is rad. <laughs> yeah. And of course, it's 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 a perfect example of you know, I'll just I'll just say it, kind of quietly and not make a big deal out of it. But Marcus <laughs> Brody doesn't he doesn't understand, and it's one more failure, and he can't even understand the simple run command. Like he he fails at every single thing in the movie. You know what's sad that I'm realizing, my, based on my stance on Marcus, I just don't want him in this movie. I don't want him to be on an adventure because he's going to be like, I think this is accurate of how Marcus would be in this kind of situation, but I don't think I need to see that. I think I just want to have him back at college. We never understood why he had to come to begin with. Because I mean, yeah. it's his, it's his yeah. whole little stick and his whole deal in, in Venice. He goes, you know, I'll, I'll get two. Like two. He's like, get me a, Marcus, get me right. a ticket to schedule. He's like, I'll, yeah. I'll get two or wherever it is, you right, know. Right, Okay. Well, it's like, why is he even at, huh. at Barnett College? Like, what it, the whole thing is kind of... Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I always bring it back to yeah. Star Trek, but it's just like on, on the Star Trek movies, what? they just have to come up with increasingly bizarre reasons to bring <laughs> yeah. this, the crew all back. Yeah. Get us Uhura. Yeah. Immediately, for some reason. And everyone's an admiral now, and everyone's like... <laughs> I'm going to go out and say, I actually really like Sala here. He does an incredible job. Sure. And he's like, yeah. you know, of course, run. And he's like, run. Yeah. <laughs> and and they just make Marcus bumbling and bumbling. And you're like, oh, dude can't even, you know, he can't even run. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I do think, though, when I'm when I'm annoyed with Marcus in this movie? I'm thinking, well, Denimelia probably had a ball. He probably yeah. loved doing all this stuff and he probably had a ball. So good for him. Yeah, I think all these people genuinely really liked each other. Although I don't think Denim Elliott actually had a ball because he was... Oh, he was sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. He was sick. Yeah. Well, I guess so that's take it all that. back, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> sure. There's our minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll change the subject to something happy. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, this was filmed in uh, about 20 miles east of Granada in Spain. And a hmm. lot of these scenes coming up are filmed in Spain. So they did. I think this cool. was a great choice. Like this looks. Oh yeah. Like it could be Turkey or Syria. Well, this. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this? Is, this is also a little bit of a Cairo throwback, little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. we kind of feel comfortable mm-hmm. yeah. again. Yep. Uh, once again, the comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yep. Well, anybody have any? I, I'm assuming nobody has anything else. We Christie's no, we here. Christy right here. Uh, no, so well, uh, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Speaking of comfort zones or uncomfort oh, zones, oh. well, slightly bigger, uh-huh. larger comfort zones. <laughs> this just coming <laughs> in uh, over the wires yes. from uh, oh. the largest Billy Goat Gruff, Professor. No, what is she? Esquire, Mimi She's Porter. Oh yes, Esquire. Uh, me- yeah, <laughs> Mimi Porter, Esquire. <laughs> She's your sister, Mimi. Please yeah. don't tell her I messed that up. Um, <laughs> All right. Boop a doo boop 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 I'd like to propose a challenge to you guys and to those on the listeners' crusade. Can someone come up with a ruckus-themed name for the newspaper Sala has? 
For instance, the Daily Brawler. (laughs) Oh, Oh, all right. The, uh... Have, have at it, Crusade. <laughs> the Eskendron uh, pre-scrap. The morning melee. It's a newspaper now. It's going to be scrap paper later on. <laughs> the, mo- the morning melee. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yep. good. Yep. All right. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, so we we got a lot going on in the Listener's Crusade apparently today. And uh, if you don't know how to find the Listener's Crusade, just go to Facebook and look up Indiana Jones Minute and the Listener's Crusade. And after you've done that and taken the poll and come up with a great newspaper name, why don't you join us back here tomorrow for Minute 57 of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, Tommy, it's a sad minute, okay? It's tough, but I'm trying so hard. I know, I know. I feel terrible. No, you're working hard. Here's a hand. Here, let Thank me you. throw you one of them lifesavers from the Coronado. I love you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> let me just catch <laughs> your yeah. shoulders. Chicken yeah, I'll square you up. Uh, Tommy Taylor! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sir Tommy! <laughs> pat, 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 pat. <laughs> where's, where's Pete? <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's not here yet. <laughs>